from the PSI ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and what a guest we have for you today. Eric Lipton is joining us before he heads off to Chile and ski camps. Eric, thanks very much for taking the time. Thanks, George, for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. Well, I think the last time you and I spoke, it was about beginner retention. So let's kind of pick it up from there where we've gotten the beginners in, but we want to grow that core. Yeah, great. So um, I love this conversation. I love talking about this stuff because <clears throat> we've got, as an industry, we've got two two challenges all the time. We, we've got to continue to try to grow our core, meaning bring new skiers and snowboarders into the sport and help them fall in love with it. And then at the same time, we've also got to, we got to stoke the existing core. So we've got to keep current skiers and riders excited about the sport and what's next and, and, and help, you know, getting them to keep wanting to come back year after year and buy season passes and, and, and keep, keep skiing and riding. Which so, I think can be really hard for us to understand though, because I think we're all of the mindset of why wouldn't you want to keep doing that? <laughs> yeah, you would think so, but the number of skiers and snowboarders in the U S is, is decreasing. So we're losing skiers and snowboarders every year. And so, you know, there's a variety of reasons for that, but, but we've got as an industry, as in, industry insiders, we've got to find ways to keep people excited about the sport and then to get new people into the sport. And so I look at these two things differently, like growing the core and then stoking the core and, and everything I'm doing now is, you know, fits in one of those two buckets. So I'm really excited, you know, to, with the work uh, I'm doing with snow operating, which works with resorts around the U.S. And, and around the world to to get new people into the sport and help help resorts find ways to connect with their guests better and, um, you know, basically create and retain guests. And it's all part of, you know, this idea of just, you know, building building this, this group of course here so the sport's around for a long time for all of us. So um, how do and- we even start with that? Because... You know, you think about marketing, skiing, and snowboarding, it's expensive. You've got to drive a long ways. Uh, it can be very intimidating when you start. There's all sorts of roadblocks to getting this going. So how do we How do we grow that core? Yeah, you're right. There, there, there are certainly a lot, uh, there are a lot of factors that, that can, be, can be difficult to overcome, but there are ways to overcome these. And, um, you know, as, as expensive as the sport is on the surface, um, to us, when we when we look at the the rack rate at the at the ticket window to buy a lift ticket, um, it, just about every resort I know has some beginner introductory package that's that's relatively um, affordable, you know. And and is it a, a three part uh, lesson lift and rental package where and after you come three times, they give you a discount toward a season pass or they give you discounts toward other tickets later in the season some resorts give away free pairs of skis uh resorts are working with transportation companies to make ride share opportunities available um and 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 there there are ways um to get people to, to bring people in that that uh take out those barriers now granted you know price is certainly a, a, a part of the equation but also the rental experience and how do we how do we make the rental experience on a Saturday morning, you know, less, less hassle. How do we lower the hassle factor for that? How do we make the on snow experience better for their guests when they actually do get 
click into their bindings, whether they're skiing or snowboarding, how do we make that so special that they say, wow, okay, it was a, it was a long ride to get here. And, um, and yeah, the rental shop was, was pretty busy this morning, but the thrill that I get from sliding on snow is so cool. The people are so great and friendly that I want to do this again. So it really comes down to how do we make it so much fun to do this that people are, are, are willing to, to drive a, a long distance and, and to take the time and, and, um, and come engage with our sport. Every time somebody says, well, it's too expensive, it's too expensive, I look at a place like Disney World that costs thousands and thousands of dollars more compared to a day trip ski area where you know it's, it's 100 bucks or, 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 or some nominal amount compared to Disney. And I, I say people go to Disney World time and time again, year after year. Families go multiple times. And so if we make our sport fun enough, if we're easy enough to engage with, and, and the main event, the on-snow experience is really special, I think we can overcome uh, the barrier of cost in, in, in many cases. And Eric, I've got to say that uh, as instructors, I think we're a big part of that because if people decide to take a lesson, their experience that first time plays a huge part in whether or not they're going to stick with the sport. Oh, 100% agree, George. So as instructors, we will spend more time with the guests than any other employee or any other department on the mountain. And so when you think about what the arrival experience looks like for a guest when they when they get to the parking lot and they're, they have a parking attendant who ushers them into a spot and the, the person at the ticket window who gets them squared away with their, their lift, their lesson, their rental, and then the rental shop guy, um, every – Every touch point the guest has before they get to the snow is, in many cases, about speeding the guest up. In other words, the ticket line, the gal at the ticket line wants the process to go quicker. The rental shop wants the process to go quicker. The parking attendant, quicker, quicker, quicker. Everybody's faster, 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 faster. But when they get to us, as instructors, our job is to slow them down and to revel in the moments that make the mountain experience special for them. And so the hours we spend with the guests can, can really overcome a lot of the, the uh, uh, potential shortcomings or the challenges that the guests had um, before they got on snow. As instructors, Eric, I, I mean, we really are there to provide a great guest experience because I, I know say you're out at lineup and we don't have all of the the skiers out that are supposed to be at class and you know we get sent into the rent shop the rental shop and what do we do we help them put on their boots we help them carry their skis or snowboard out to the the meeting area and and we have such an opportunity to provide great guest service in more than just uh, our lesson yeah i agree the 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 best resource um do their go to great lengths to make the entire process for the guest feel like one smooth flow. Um, so, in other words, um, the the instructors are integrated into the rental shop, um, and the rental and, and tickets flow really smoothly. So the guest doesn't feel like they're being they're being sent from one department to the next department to the next department, but but they feel like there's a flow and, and a um, you know, this, this logical progression and seamless, seamless movement onto the, onto snow, basically from when they arrive to when they're on the snow, it all fits, the pieces fit together really neatly. And, 
and how the instructors play a role in that um, in the rental shop makes take, makes a big uh, makes a big difference. Now you versus were... versus just standing on snow waiting for guests to to show up to arrive to wander into their into their field of vision. Instructors need to, whenever possible, go and find and help and assist that process. Now you were saying that. Uh really the process until they get to us is to rush them through as quickly as possible and keep that movement going. But then they get to us. What's our job as soon as they arrive in our field? Well, I think we've got to rethink where we've always been with that. Um, Redefine what, what success means for that first experience on snow for a guest. And, I think historically, we think it's our job to teach them skills and, and, um, and get them to, to more challenging terrain and, and make sure they feel competent and confident. And, and competent, competence and confidence is important, but the, the amount of fun that the guest has will always outweigh skill development. And so for many guests their their job excuse me not their job but their their desire is not necessarily to to you know get to the top of the mountain and to ski the blacks it's just to enjoy time sliding on snow with friends to explore this activity for for the first time and and rather than thinking of the guest as a as a beginner on this long quest to become an expert we've got to just think of of them as as like their first time, their first time with us, their first time in our home, and how would we show them a good time? And and oftentimes the, you know, in, in Instagram post, a, a a picture that's Facebook profile worthy is more important to them than than learning learning the skills. Yeah, I love what you're saying because I mean, really, the best compliment we can get as instructors <laughs> is a request or a referral. Definitely. If the guest is coming back and they want to ski or ride with you again, you know they had a good time. And more so necessarily, most in most cases, you know they had a good time versus versus they, they learned a bunch of stuff. Now, now those two things are, are intimately related, and, and it's sometimes it's hard to separate those because because there's got to be value in it. People have to feel like like they paid their money, they had a good time, and they learned some things. But but how how you balance um, you know skill development with with entertainment and fun value is, is a really, it's really delicate and and the best instructors do it very well. So we've got this core, we've got people that want to come back. Let's talk about stoking the core. What do you mean by that? I mean, like we have to keep people excited about the sport, you know, and, and provide, um, provide cool skiing images and, and like, this we we do this pretty well. We have to we have to keep doing. It. We can't forget about it. Um, but but as an industry, I think we do this pretty well, almost to a fault. Like we, you know, you look at Ski Magazine and 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 on the cover is always somebody slashing pow. And, and it's arguable that, that the person who's reading Ski Magazine is already a skier, so they want to see that kind of stuff, right? So so those that that's the kind of the kind of imagery that we do really well. Like, we talk about how much new snow fell, how much, how many lifts we have open. Um, that's awesome for the core. The beginner, that's that's kind of stuff is irrelevant. Um, you know, so so stoking the core, we do well as an industry. So, you know, something that I'm working on now that that um, 
um, we've, we've had some success with is, is taking people on, on these, uh, um, international all mountain adventure ski camps. And these are for people that, that obviously are avid skiers, intermediate to advanced who want to continue to get better and explore new terrain and, and, and enjoy all of the, what the mountain experience has to offer, including improving their skill set. So I'm headed to Chile tomorrow, actually for, for four weeks of, of ski camps with Eric Lipton ski camps. Um, and, uh, and it's for people who, who are obviously are already course skiers and want to enjoy skiing in the summertime. You know, I'm glad you brought up summer skiing because I would never say I'm a great skier. I always want to improve and get a lot better than I am. But when I made a big jump in my ski ability and teaching ability was when I started coaching summer ski race camps because I just taking that time and being on skis throughout the year made such a huge difference when the season starts up again. Yeah, it's amazing. You really hit the ground running versus when you have six months or seven months off uh, or in, in, in some parts of the country longer because the ski season can be can be certainly short in certain parts of the country. So you have nine months off skis um, and it really takes you three or four or, or five weeks to get going. Um, it doesn't leave much room for for uh, improvement during the season. So uh, if, if, if you have the means and the interest like summer skiing man really is is pretty special and to i tell you you get a lot of odd looks when you walk through an airport in august with a pair of skis everybody <laughs> thinks they're golf clubs but uh, it's a pretty pretty interesting experience how long have you been doing this eric um i've been taking uh a guest down to chile for about five years now the uh, uh, just a couple of years now with with the camp system set up and uh, it's growing pretty rapidly we got a pretty full, full uh, attendance list this summer. Um, I'm looking to expand that, and maybe do some North American camps this coming winter, uh, and uh, also thinking how we can uh, a possibility of a trip to Japan and, and some other international excursions that are are you know to pretty special places. So, Eric, I know we've got a couple of upcoming shows with you. We're going to be doing some check-ins from Chile, um, but also to talk about learning styles and teaching styles and how we can make those blend better. Um, one thing I'd really like to hear from you, what's something that you specifically want to work on in your skiing and your teaching this year to become better? Oh, that's a great question. Um, for me, you know, I... I I'm always tinkering, I guess, like like anybody um, who's working on their skiing. I'm always tinkering, trying new things, and trying to explore the ranges of what's what I can can do. Um, for me, I, I always come back to you know when I'm what are those what are those sort of non negotiables when when I really need to ski well. What are the things that have to happen? And and I go back to these five fundamental concepts that we as a as a PSI national team developed um, and finalized a few years ago that I've got to move well with my skis. I've got to stand well and deliberately against my outside ski. And I've got to turn my legs more than I turn the rest of my, my body. So I kind of go back to those couple of things. And that's for me, when I do those well, the other pieces fall into place. If I, if I keep up with my feet, if I stand against the outside ski and I turn my legs, um, I end up having a pretty good run. And 
and those five those five core core principles those along with you know the two i mentioned along with with straighten angles in the body to tip the skis on edge and then just dealing with overall pressure on the body those are generally where i where i i look for those are what i look for in skiers when i'm doing like movement assessment or when i'm coaching those those five concepts can be a, a guiding light for a lot of instructors and and if you're you know, a, 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 I guess a piece of advice for instructors out there is if you find yourself coaching smaller things, stuff that fits into one of those buckets, if, if you're not talking about one of those five things, but you're talking about something else and you can't figure out which which bucket it fits in, then then maybe you're not focused on the most important element or or maybe you're, you're not you don't understand the stuff, the, the topic of what you're coaching sometimes well enough you know if you say well i'm i'm coaching this person to do such and such with his hand or with his inside elbow or, or with some other body part you say gosh I, I don't know where that fits which one of those five concepts those five fundamental concepts does that fit within if you're not sure um then it may not be the most important thing to to be working on so i want to get back to growing the core and stoking the core but i loved when you were talking about standing on your outside ski i've done so many interviews over the last six years one i will never ever forget was talking to stephen nyman uh when he was being coached by eric lipton and eric lipton kept saying stephen just stand on your outside ski and he said that worked so well for him <laughs> yeah it's a lot these these fundamentals i tell you they're true at every level from never ski before up through the the best in the world um i think you can you can take these to the bank that uh um and 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 train them and, and they'll never get old and you'll never move past them you know you, you think you do it well but it's not about it's not about um you know practicing it until you get it right it's about practicing it until you can't get it wrong and what a perfect lead-in to get us back to growing and stoking that core yeah, cool. So there's a couple other things I wanted to mention, George, that, that we're working on. Um, so we've got, uh, so that both PSI is working on, that I'm working on. Um, I just partnered with, uh, with Kaylin Richardson, another, another ski teamer, a retired U.S. ski teamer, and she and I shot a steeps course for Ski Magazine, an online course for how to ski the steeps, and that'll debut this November for skiers who are you know, this is part of that stoking the core idea is like, how do we get people who are already skiers to be more excited about skiing and, and, and more capable and enable more exploration so they can go wherever they want on the mountain. Uh, it's called Mastering Steeps with Ski Magazine. So that comes out in November. Um, and then I know we just shot another one. Uh, Michael Rogan and Marcus Kasten shot a bump clinic uh, that will also debut in the fall. And um, uh, And then on the on the growing the core part, which I think this is a really cool project that I'm excited about, is we just, you know, PSI and Snow Operating just partnered up and we shot some YouTube clips for for the masses. These are free. These are for public consumption um, in conjunction with Hallie O'Brien Productions. So Hallie's, you know, that great dynamic gal that, that uh, from the Snow Report who's you've got wit and entertainment and always cover something cool in the ski business. Uh, she hosted these and, and we shot three 
how to ski videos and three how to snowboard videos. Um, these are three minute clips that'll that'll debut um, this fall, just for people who are sitting on their couch saying, "Geez, I wonder how how to do this. How do I figure this out?" And they can type into YouTube how to ski, and you'll get these clips. And it, it covers the basic stuff like what happens when you get to the resort, um, you know, where to what the rental shop is all about. And, and some of those introductory elements that make people at least when they get to the resort, when they get to the ski area, they'll feel more comfortable. You know, we take it for granted that people who've never engaged with this activity, we think that they, they know what to do and they have no idea. They get, they park their car. They look at this mountain. Everything is spread out. They say to themselves, I don't look like these people. I don't dress like these people. I'm never going down that mountain up there. And they start to point. And if we, if you've been in the ski business a long time and you've grown up skiing and snowboarding, that concept is, is somewhat lost on us. So I'm really excited for these videos to come out um, that, uh, that are going to just share with the public some, some basic stuff, some basic how-tos. In addition, we also shot a, uh, a how-to-ski series with ski magazine so we've got the, the steeps course for ski magazine coming out we've got the bumps course coming out we've got a how to ski course coming out um certainly that encourages people to go and, and take a lesson with a with a certified pro when they get to the resort but again for the for the guy or the or the woman that's on their couch saying how do i engage with this how do i get started these courses, I think, do a great job to share some basic information and make people feel comfortable with the idea of showing up at the mountain and knowing what to do and where to go. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, a, a couple other couple other things that happened that I, I don't know that your um, much of the viewership maybe, excuse me, your listenership knows about is, is programs that happen every year in January and February called um, January being Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month. So a lot of resorts offer discounted programs, like extra discounts to get people, to lure people in to try the sport. And and then in February, bring a friend campaign where areas and, and resorts around the country offer promotions to encourage us, skier insiders, skier snowboarders, to bring a friend and, and get someone else involved with the sport. So... If you're not, if you don't know about those programs, those initiatives, check them out. There's Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month. Uh, dot, I think it's dot org. There's Bring a Friend campaign. Uh, if you're a current skier rider and you want to get more information, um, learn to ski better. Check out the Bunch Course, the Steeps Course. Introduce people to the sport and, and do the best we can to to grow and, and build more skiers and snowboarders so the sport's around for a long, long time. Eric, what's your website? Uh, I'm at uh, ericliptonskicamps.com. And uh, you can check that out for, for camp information when we're when and where we're going. Eric Lipton, thanks very much for taking the time out of a very busy day as you prepare to leave for Chile tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow's the day. So lots to do today, George. Thanks for your time and um, uh, for the opportunity to chat with you. You've been listening to First Chair from the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.